0: Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium. Baby, I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Let me tell you. Pluto's transit into Aquarius is an historic event, as it marks the first time since 1778 that Pluto has entered this air sign. We know that Aquarius is associated with innovation, technology, social change, and Pluto is associated with transformation, and power. Together, these energies can bring about significant shifts and changes in society, uh, particularly in the areas of technology, science, and social social justices. Uh, during this episode, not only are we going to dig into the transit of Pluto entering Aquarius, duh, but we're also going to dig into some crystals that we can use and different herbs and maybe even some spells that we can look into to help ground us, gain some mental clarity, protect us, even heighten that intuition when these energies are going, um, are going about, dot, dot, dot. Um, We'll also dig into the other transits that are taking place and a little bit of the numerological. Oh, I cannot speak this morning. The numerical aspects of today March 23rd 2023 get comfortable get cozy hide your kids hide your wife your husband you're them they because it's about to get real (laughs) I'm so excited I'm trying to stay calm again oh (laughs) as i mentioned earlier pluto's transit through aquarius is so fucking significant um it's going to bring about significant change and transformation not just for the collective but also on a personal level um we know again that pluto is associated with power transformation and intense experiences while aquarius is associated with those more intellectual aspects like innovation and technology and social change um so we're going to see that shift in technology we're going to see a shift in science and social structures um We may even see new innovative breakthroughs, artificial intelligence, space exploration, um, even alternative energy sources. Uh, The way we communicate and interact with each other will also probably change as we do have new forms of like social contact and different and various types of virtual reality already. Now imagine, imagine. Okay, On a personal level, uh, Pluto's transit through Aquarius, um, it will bring a deep introspective transformation. (laughs) And a way that we see ourselves and think of ourselves, not just in our own little village, but also in society. Like, we could also have this immense urge to break from social norms or traditional norms and explore your own individuality and explore that version of you that you never thought that you would be able to openly explore uh. um, it's been a long time so there's a few questions. I am trying y'all, I'm going to talk fast a little bit. So maybe slow me down because I'm trying to get this in or I'm going to keep it under 30 minutes. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. No, I'm not going to try. I'm going to do. We will keep this under 30 minutes. Mhm. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. um so when pluto well it's already by the time that we're recording this right it actually just entered one minute ago so pluto entered aquarius one minute ago as of this recording um so pluto was a slow ass moving planet we talked about this before it takes it takes them 240 years 48 years excuse me to orbit around the sun okay the last time pluto was in aquarius was from 1778 to 1798 long ass time ago i know um there were a lot of challenges with status quo back then. Like think about all of the wars and the revolutions that were taking place. Um, I just listed four of them because there was a plethora of them. Well, I listed more than four, but we're going to get into four. Um, so, uh, they called it like the revolution, the, the era of the revolution war, right? Revolutionary war so we had the industrial war the american war the french excuse me the industrial revolution american revolution french revolution haitian revolution poland and russia were at war we also saw in 19 excuse me 1792 um the new york stock exchange right there there's a lot what happened in the american war i didn't know this so i had to i was like what the fuck like <laughs> I need to go do some research. So, the American Revolution um, was a political upheaval that took place in 1765, and it took place from 1765 to 1783 in thirteen um, in the thirteen American colonies. Shat them, scat em, tell all about them one by one, uh, which was under British rule. The revolution resulted in the formation of the United States as we know it, which became an independent, an independent nation, um... The causes of the American Revolution includes things such as taxation without representation and restrictions on trade. And um, the revolution was fueled by the ideas of democracy and individual rights. So we know that that took place. We then also had the French Revolution. Uh, The French Revolution was a period of um, a period of radical social and political upheaval uh, that took place from 1789 to 1799 in France. Um, this resulted in them overthrowing the monarchy. Okay. And in establish- the establishment of the French Republic, the Repub- uh, Republic, the causes of the French revolution included social, um, included social inequality, economic hardship, political corruption, and the revolution was fueled by ideas of liberty, equality, (sighs) and frightening. Are we seeing a trend? (laughs) And we're not talking about TikTok. Then we had the Industrial Revolution. The Industrial Revolution was a period of significant Why did I just read that like that? I think it's because I put spaces when I wrote it. (laughs) Uh, It was a period of significant technology, uh, technological advancements. Um, that occurred from the 18th century to mid 19th century in northern europe and north america this revolution was marked by the in, um, the introduction of new machinery and technologies led to mass productions of goods and this is where we started seeing the rise of the factories the industrial revolution had a profound impact on society and the economy leading to significant changes in the way goods were produced and still are produced. So again, she moves, Pluto's moving slow. So that was the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was this 248 years ago, right? Uh, She spends 12 to 31 years in each sun. So the last time that she was in our beautiful air sign of Aquarius, it was 248 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget, like, I think that sometimes we forget that when we are, when anything is in the sign of Aquarius, we have to, we have to put, like, three words that I wrote down that we have to always put into play that a lot of people don't necessarily put into play they use different words and it's as simple as understanding these three words independent intellectual visionary as so I was like how would I describe an Aquarius in three words an independent intellectual visionary now when we put that and when we put that i said how do i describe pluto in three words where is it at how do we describe pluto in three words i said death rebirth regeneration okay picking up what i'm putting down um Aquarius is also associated with technology and invention and um, scientific discovery. This is why we're saying, a lot of us are saying, and this is why um, it's so important, especially where we're at in life and the technological advancements that we've already made, um, it's going to signify that, like, we are going to amp up, especially when it comes to technological advancements. And we've already started seeing it. Like, um, we've been using AIs to do various things, right? Um, But we also forget that the intellectual part of the Aquarius is about digging deeper. Um, it, It represents a deeper level of understanding um the aquarius also values uh the contributions of individuals regardless of their background so we need that community that's what we're getting that communal energy from as well as from the aquarius so a lot of um a lot of time that we talk about it you know we're talking about it in a collective energy because that's the energy that aquarius is brings. Okay. 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 I'm trying to get my life together. So that's, that's that, that's that. So some other transits are taking place and this is what's making my mouth water. And I'm going to talk about, um, Mars entering into cancer all week because it's not getting the airtime that she deserves, that they deserve. Okay so please can take this also into consideration right so how how is this transit going to work in your favor don't forget that this is a decade decadal decadal (laughs) Ah, what this transit if we're using the energy correctly can change the trajectory of our entire life our entire decade right like she's about to be in Aquarius for 20 years speaking of that somebody I was explaining this to somebody else and they didn't necessarily get it so from March 23rd to June 11th We see Pluto enter Aquarius, then it goes retrograde for about nine months, and then it enters back into Aquarius and it'll stay there from June 21st, 2024 until January 19th, 2044. May we all live to see it. okay? people are like, that doesn't make sense because this is just a taste like this, just a taste. It's like a sample before buying uh you know what they got at costco it's just a sample um the best way that i can describe it the best way that i can describe it it, it's like eh, close your ears if you're not supposed to hear this it's like this is literally the best way that i could describe it and i know it may be a little bit vulgar but guess what i don't go fuck the night that you fuck You don't wake up the next morning and have a baby. You gotta cook that hoe. You gotta cook that motherfucker. Right? It's kind of like that. It's like it's spinning and getting aligned and making sure that um, it has the support and the stability that it needs, but also so it can develop into this fully formed version of itself i guess you could say so it can turn into a baby and then be birthed into aquarius like i don't know why i can't think of any other if you can think of any other analogy to help a bitch out please drop it um if you're on spotify please drop it in the damn have fun chat area (laughs) whatever the fuck they call it uh, or you can just shoot me a dm that, that's the only thing i can think of it's like you if you fuck that night you're not gonna get a baby in the morning you gotta wait nine months that's how long it's gonna take nine months about okay um so it, it ta it takes a second it takes a second okay now i don't forgot what the fuck i was talking about before i tried to tell y'all about this damn oh the other trans (laughs) the other transits and why it's important so this is like a taste so make sure you're utilizing it so first we obviously have this major transit today these are just the transits today on the 23rd of march we have pluto entering aquarius very slow moving we already we just talked about old girl right but then we also have the moon and aries that is sextile that sextiles excuse me with mars and gemini we know that the moon represents our emotions and our instinct while mars is associated with the energy action and assertiveness right also mars is associated with aries it suggests that, this transit suggests that we may feel more confident and motivated, motivated to take action towards our goals. Emphasis on take action towards your goals. Aries is the sign of initiative, Gemini, Gemination. Gemini represents communication and ideas. So think creatively and take your fucking actions. Okay, then we have the moon that is going to be shifting into Taurus, right? Um, this shift, this shift collects focus toward practical matters, stability, comfort, We know that Taurus is associated with um, sensuality and material possessions and groundedness. So this is a great transit to focus on that self-care or self-innovative actions as we make practical plans for the future. (sighs) Let me calm down. Then we have the moon in Taurus after the moon has entered into Taurus um we have it squaring with pluto that has just entered aquarius when the moon forms a square aspect with pluto it brings up intense emotions and power struggles This is why I keep telling you guys, please look where your Mars is at, especially with Mars entering into cancer. If you don't know, go listen to the new moon episode. I talk about it. Um, You know, we know that Taurus seeks that stability, the security. We just talked about it. We know that Pluto is associated with transformation and change. We just talked about it. We need with this transit, we need to confront our fears and insecurities in order to move forward in positive directions and directions that are going to lead us to our highest and greatest good. This is why we keep saying not only is not only is Pluto entering into Aquarius, an epic fucking event but the transits that are supporting it are fucking epic the last transit that i want to get into that i think um mind-blowing is after the moon is entered into Taurus, it's going to sextile with saturn in pisces saturn we know we just talked about it in our saturn into pisces episode represents structure discipline responsibility while pisces is associated with spirituality compassion and creativity let me calm down when we see the sextile between the moon and saturn it can bring a sense of stability and practicality when it comes to our emotions we may be able to find balance between our practical responsibilities, our spiritual and our creative responsibilities and or pursuits. So when I'm telling you, when I'm telling you, I'm trying not to yell. Anyway, let me know. But how do I do all this? Like you keep telling me this. How do I do all of this? Um, let me tell you, let me tell you, just get your shit together and tie your shoes. Anyway, here are some herbs, crystals, and some spells to take into consideration. Um, first, uh, what are we going to do first? Let's do, let's do crystals first. So some great crystals that we can work with. I think I did five. I don't know how many of this is. I wrote down one, two, three, four, five. I did five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, they're not even. Anyway, uh, <laughs> some great crystals that support this Pluto entering into Aquarius, um, This Pluto and Aquarius transit, right? Uh, We have Amethyst. Avi, you knew I was going to put that on there. I don't even know why you're fucking playing games, right? We know that Amethyst is a powerful crystal that can help us connect our intuition, gain clarity, also align us with, like, a higher consciousness, um... It, we know that it helps navigate our inner landscape and especially when it's time for us to transform, it helps create that stability, uh, during chaotic times or chaotic periods or periods of uncertainty. We then also have aquamarine, right? Often associated with the element of water. Cause we do have a lot of water transits going on. That's why I did it anyway. Um, making it an, ex, an excellent choice. Excuse me. Um, during this pluto in aquarius transit because it's that water element because we have all of those other transits that are around it supporting it um it helps us access our emotions releasing that negative staying centered Celestite, one of my faves you guys already know i got that beautiful piece from crystal pisces studio for my birthday sleep with that baby every night Celestite, um it's a high vibrational crystal that can help connect um you with your spiritual astral and physical nature um it's often associated with like accessing higher realms of consciousness um even like astral projecting low key but also like helps you gain deeper understanding when you are in those places of higher consciousness and then you all you already know clear courts okay the goat versatile sexy stunning classic owed money I don't know how you ever want to say it but we know that she's an amplifier somebody asked me side note okay this is gonna be quick because we got a few minutes left side note somebody was like if you were a crystal you'd be an amp- amethyst and I was like absolutely not if I was a crystal I would be a clear quartz because I'm versatile I'm an amplifier I am able to transmute any energy into what I so demon needing to be in my space. Something to think about. Just because I like amethyst, it's one of my favorite crystals. I don't think that is me as a crystal. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. What herbs can you use in your craft, in your spring cleaning, um, in whatever your spell uh, to support? this transit um lavender very versatile herb as well great for protection purification and healing um it it can also be used to um to release negative energy that's why it's in a lot of cleaning products because it promotes that calmness and that relaxation uh rosemary um very powerful when we're talking about protection and cleansing are you guys seeing the theme if not too bad, so sad. I hope that you do. Um, it can help strengthen your psychic defenses and can and help you connect better um, with your intuition. Rosemary is such like an astral herb, and it, she doesn't she doesn't get the love that she needs. People just be putting her on chicken and like, and I'm like, why? Are you, anyway, mugwort. Um, it's great for divinatory work, psychic work. And again, it helps access those higher states of consciousness and and can help you align with your spiritual guides, uh, your ancestors, angels, whatever, however that, whoever that looks like to you. Sage, you guys already know how I feel about Sage, but again, I I can't just because most don't use it properly doesn't mean that I, it's okay for me to leave it off the list for those that use it properly. Um so um, sage we know she's powerful we know that she's a purifier a cleanser a protector she banishes that negative energy because r- remember we need to clear out this clutter so we can harness all of this energy raw raw dogging oh sorry uh then we have yarrow <laughs> Then we have Yarrow, again, another herb of protection and healing. Um, It it strengthens, it can help strengthen your boundaries and um, it can help protect you from negative influences, both physical and spiritual. My mouth is watering. So, that leads me to the various spells that um, can take place that uh, entertain this transformation, innovation, and change for the next twenty years, two decades um, of the a transformation spell, right Pluto is literally the planet of rebirth, the planet of transformation, and it is a great time to work on personal transformation and growth um, so you could do a transformation spell, releasing old patterns, embracing new ones, using tools such as candles crystals affirmations um even when we're talking about affirmation i mean excuse me transforming like think about how you invest in yourself and how you exchange energetically with self is that aligned with the highest version of you okay um innovation spell aquarius is a sign associated with innovation and creativity um I would definitely do like a little writing innovation spell. I don't even know why I put that on there when I could have just, anyway, I keep saying, anyway. uh, (laughs) A protection spell, heavy on the protection spell. Um, How do I say this? As with any time of change and transformation, it is important to protect yourself. Creating a spell that focuses on strengthening your aura, setting boundaries, protecting yourself from negative influences, protecting yourself from regression great time great time for that set those boundaries set those disciplines with yourself and with others um yeah so also for like the triple trifecta right (laughs) for the triple trifecta you already know we're gonna get into the numerology num, blah, 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 the numerology. Num, numero, num I can't speak today, but it's okay. So for those that don't know, today is three two three two zero two three. Three one one two one 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 Numerology is a study of the symbolic meanings of numbers right when we break down today's day numerologically, numerologically numer- anyway the number three um three is associated with creativity self-expression communication it's also the number of good luck and abundance. Number two, associated with balance, harmony, partnership, represents duality, polarity. As we enter into this glorious spring, excuse me for interrupting. The number 23, um, the number 23, we break it down, right? But it's also... We can break it down to five, which represents change, right? But when we get into master numbers and we start digging a little bit deeper into numerology, 23 is a master number and is associated with manifesting your dreams, life transformations, and creativity. I contemplated if I wanted to, you know, call it for 23 or call it for five. Um,. I called it for 23, but five also does represent change. And then we take the number 2023. We also have to break it down. So two plus zero plus two plus three. uh, We get the number seven. And um, this number is associated with intuition, introspection, spirituality. So overall, if i could put it in one sentence let's see let's see i need to start practice. i need to start writing down my one sentence so there's not like those negative seconds of me trying to get my life together if i could put it in one sentence this is a time to focus on balance and harmony not just in yourself but in your relationships and partnerships Allow yourself to be transformative, creative, to assist in your spiritual growth. That was a comma. I know it sounded like a period, but it was a comma. Okay. I'm just. Ah! Not me dropping my phone. My God. Anyway. Mm hmm. Anyway, um, to wrap up. So here are some things that um, I was looking at the next 20 years. That's why I told y'all, y'all might not get this episode until the day of because I was doing heck of (sighs) research. Next year, when um, Pluto settles into Aquarius around February, January, February, it's going to be a fucking banger. It's going to be a fucking banger. 2024. 2026 to 2027 is going to be groundbreaking. That is your fucking... All of the groundwork that you are laying right now, you are going... You're going to see the fruits of those labor and infinity and beyond. 2026. It is like... hmm 2029, Pluto is squaring with Saturn for a good chunk of that year. So (laughs) it's going to be very interesting. 2030, 2031 um, is another one of those years. Great positive year. Um, Life is good. And then 2036 to 2037 is going to be a challenge um a a lot of a lot of the research that i was doing was suggesting that 20 like 2035 to 2037 is when we could see those changes um that are going to reshape humanity as we know it and and i was like maybe this is when iPhone home (laughs) oh my goodness if you guys haven't already make sure you head over to my discord server the link is going to be in the description box below head over to whichbitchtoro.com so you can see everything that I have to offer um don't forget if you'd like to participate and donate for the crowdfunding of this podcast you can do so on my website under that donations link um As you know, I couldn't do this without you, and I wouldn't fucking want to. But also, hoes will be hoes. I feel like I forgot something. Bitches will be bitches. I'm not necessarily sure what it is. But you never know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, motherfucker, I do not sell owls, so stop asking.